and welcome to The Balancing Act, your weekly podcast by me, Francesca. And me, Alexis. Where we talk all things business, babies and life in general. Um, I got through it without sneezing. Yay! Um, how are you? I, oh, that was this, oh, how are you? How are you? How are you? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm thinking of loose women, because you know when they all go on and they go, hi, this is loose women with... <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, that sounds like that sounds like us. Oh, Not I would I love to be on Loose Women. Oh, I never. I don't really watch it, but it no, came on the other day. I can't remember why. But anyway, I'm really good. Um, it's been half term this week, and a bit of a challenge trying to work with the children. I've been really lucky actually because I've had childcare and things. But on Tuesday, I struggled a bit with looking after the girls and getting some. Um, getting some work done because I'd taken them out in the morning um, as we do mm. and then I went to my parents' house because it's the only way that I was able to make a couple of phone calls and, f- and finish off um, something I needed to finish without the constant mummy, mummy, mummy but they leave Pete alone it's so strange he was working from home yesterday and the girls do they leave Pete alone I, um, I think it's me as well because I can't ignore them um, I know people there are some people that I see especially Instagram creative craft businesses and stuff who are really um, comfortable working around their children at home but personally for me I'm either mum or I'm in work and yeah. I, I find it so hard to merge the two I've tried yeah for years, um, and I can say years now because I actually have mm. tried for years, and I'm very much a one, one focus girl. So once I'm in work, I'm really in work. Once I get home, I'm really at home. Um, like last night, we were sat. Me and Pete were sat on the bed thinking of some lead magnets after yeah. your advice. Um, but I was so tired. I had my pajama bottoms on, but my shirt on from the day. <laughs> sat on the bed, and I was talking to Pete, and I was like. I, I am not in the right mood. And he went, you sat on the bed. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm just, I need to recognise that. And, um, and I am. So yeah. I'm in work today. Work or you're not, so yeah, okay. I'm focused. What about you? Good. Um, I've been good. I've got a bit of a cold today. So I'm a bit like, oh, blah, blah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've been really good. Had a really good week. Um, sorted myself out since last, we didn't do a podcast last week, did we? Because I had like, no, we massive, didn't. crazy, like anxiety breakdown, had to go home. Um, sorted myself out and I'm really good um yeah <laughs> yeah good good, so good yeah I've done the workshop so the Welsh Ice level up workshop yesterday oh that was so good yesterday oh I'm really really good um so yeah I've actually had got really good feedback I think the only not negative feedback but bad like slightly negative feedback was it was like so much information oh okay information overload which I knew was going to happen but it was almost like, well, I can't say that without saying that. And I can't teach them that unless they understand that. Yeah. It was either like, either it's just going to be one thing or it's got to be all of it, which is why I yeah. said, if obviously, like, everyone gets their free hour to come and see me afterwards. Which I thought was really generous of you because it was, what, over 20, 20 people? Because you know what? People are going to do it anyway, so I was like, I may as well like, <laughs> get some credit for it. That is true. <laughs> like, people would not have not knocked on my door and be like, oh, thanks for your session, but just... um just wondering if you could just quickly help me with this thing you know so I thought if I just actually officially offer it then people aren't going to feel awkward about it um and yeah they're going to do it anyway yeah it gives you a bit (laughs) of credit as well because you didn't have to openly ask that so um if people wanted an hour but I agree there was a lot of content in there and not that this podcast is all about the session for people who weren't even there but (laughs) I also think it's really difficult for any person who's holding a training session when you have lots of people in the room at different levels yeah. you don't know those individual um people to know what their stage of knowledge is and how much they do or don't know so you don't want people to spend an entire day 
come into your workshop and they go away not learning much because they you did it too basic. And at the same time, if they're overwhelmed with the information, but at least you've given them an understanding of what information they need to know so yeah. they can go away then and go, right, okay, so I really don't understand this. These are the bits that I don't understand. That's what I wanted it to be like. So I... I Oh, I loved it, and I, I was keeping up, but probably because I listened to you a lot. So I was like, yeah, I just, I know what that is. And it was even bits, I was like, oh, hang on a minute, I haven't done this, or I've fixed this, or, and it was an interactive one. So I, I thought it was brilliant, and it was it was the first level up that we've been to, so it was good. Hooray! So anyone who went, who's listening, remember to leave me a review, <laughs> Lunax Digital, my box will pop up, and just, you know, find <laughs> stuff. Sort it so, out. So, um, Yeah. Well, going on to um, our podcast theme for today and on the whole overwhelm and too much information, not enough information, um, we were chatting earlier, weren't we, about the different things that successful people do and the different information you can gain, especially from the internet, of Googling what it takes to be successful and what successful people do. But we've already said before, there's no secret to success. Everyone's success levels are different. What you deem as successful is different to the next person. And there's no overnight success. You can't just read a blog on five things successful people do every day and then you do those things and suddenly you're successful. Like, it doesn't work like that. Um, And, like, I see loads of those things on LinkedIn and ads and stuff. Like, the number one thing every entrepreneur says led to their success. Mm -hmm. And then you read it and it's always just stuff like worked hard and you're like it's just so generic well yeah or like sleep eat and you're like well yeah obviously but like and then it is you realize you read all these blogs and you realize there is no secret there is no magic five things to do it's just hard work um but it did get us thinking like like um alexis just said like they're not for like the things aren't going to work for everybody Mm -hmm. um so it's about picking which things are the things that work for you yeah definitely well yeah because i've been reading about um i really love kiki k the stationary brand i've loved them as a consumer i love them from a business perspective i they're just they're right up my street and recently listened to a podcast by the owner, Christina, and she was saying that she's part of the 5am club. Yeah. And I'd heard about it before, but I'd never done any sort of research. Or There's a book. Um, I don't know who's written it, but I don't know a huge amount about it. But the idea is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't know really much about it. Well, I think well, I think it's 5am. Well, obviously starts at 5am. <laughs> you get up in the morning at 5am and you spend, I think it's in like maybe 20 minutes write like meditating or writing in a journal 20 minutes exercising and then 20 minutes focusing on what you need to do that day or doing something important for that day um and then the like obviously that you get up early and, you and then you start, go back to bed <laughs> well that'll be lush yeah um and I like I love the idea of it oh, I love the idea of that but I would have to go to bed at 10 really to get up at five because I need around seven hours sleep I just mm. I know that from practice I can get away with six for a while Eight is a bit too much because I get backache, but seven hours is perfect for me. And the reality of going to bed at ten, just I do it sometimes, but I'm not consistent. (laughs) Yeah, and like with me with Pete, sometimes he gets home late or he's been away for a while. In the evening is the only time to chat properly without yeah, the kids in the background or work. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, oh, I love you, and I haven't seen you for a couple of days, and it was oh, really yeah. nice to have dinner with you, but I'm going to bed now. It's just not real for some people. Um, yeah, and... that's the same as me, like, to be honest, by the, like, if I'm seeing Brett in the week, like, by the time I get there, like, I've done all my stuff at home, and then it is, like, 10 o'clock, and then again, like, you want to actually see the person. Yeah. 
3am by the time you actually go to bed. Yeah, I could probably do it maybe for like a couple of days a week, but then that's not good for your body clock, is it? Because then you're all out of whack. So I love the idea of it. It might be something I can do when the kids perhaps are a little bit older, because the other thing is it makes me laugh. Was said about getting up at five. That's fine. The minute I feel like the minute I open my eyes, <laughs> my girls know, and they wake up. Like this morning, I was up at quarter past six. I just automatically woke up. So I am up early. We yeah. are an early morning family. Well, me and the kids are. Pete's not. Um, and we get up early anyway. So for me, sometimes I feel like if I get up early and I walk, they will hear the floorboard creak. The girls will be awake. Instantly. So, yeah, so I don't think I would have that lovely peace and quiet. And I don't live in a big house. So it's not like I could go from one side of the house to the other and they wouldn't know. My house is really small, so if something's going on in the house, you know about it. So I'm just not sure it's for me at the moment. Yeah, I think that's the thing. People sort of are like, oh, you should do this, you should do this. This will change your life. This thing, mm-hmm. start doing this. And yeah, and sometimes it's just not. Um, so I met one of our friends for like an organisation session a couple of weeks ago. And um, the first thing she said is, like, this isn't for me to tell you what you should be doing because that's not how things work. This is for me to, like, find out how you work and then, like, you can go away and work out your own way of dealing with or sort of sorting out the things I'll tell you mm-hmm. because it's not, like, just the same as, like, software. You've got, like, Trello, um, Asana, different project management software. She's mm-hmm. not going to tell me which one is the best. Right. She might say you need to use this type of thing or something... But ultimately, you have to decide yourself what works for you. And that could be a notepad. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't have to even be an online thing. So, um, yeah, and I really, like, took quite a lot away from that and thought, yeah, it's not, like, one thing fits all for things. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think it's important when people give you advice to just think, actually, is that going to work for me? It's trial and error as well, isn't it? Try something. I was just saying to you a second ago that I, for whatever reason, I seem to bounce around from using Google Calendar Get Plan, which is one that you showed me. Mm. I don't know if you've mentioned it before, but Get Plan is great um, as a software tool. And then my notepad, I always bounce between the yeah. three. Like I'll spend two weeks on one yeah, and then too. I'll bounce to the next. And I spend and waste some time <laughs> duplicating. But it's my habit. I can't, I love paper, but then I get frustrated. I have to take it everywhere with me. Mm. So then I put it all online. I'm like, right, this is my new system. And I'll stick to it for two weeks. And I go, oh, I really miss like writing in my diary. So I go back to my diaries. But that is my system. That's just mm. what I prefer. So maybe I just need a paper diary and an online diary. And that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Rather than like giving myself a hard time that I haven't picked one, just get used to the fact that I like both. Yeah, definitely. Because the whole 5am club thing, that just, oh, I'd love it to work for me. And it probably would have a few years ago. But my body clock is so messed up in terms of um, my sleep clock sort of thing. I don't, I can't get to sleep till like 2, 3 a lot of the nights now. So if I had to get up at 5 and have like 2 hours sleep. Yeah, and you can't really getting function. like 4 hours as it is. But um, mm. last night I had like a really good sleep. So I went to bed early. Luna fell asleep at like 7 or something before 7. Ooh. So I've started picking her up from nursery and they're like, oh, she hasn't slept today. And I'm like, yes. No, that's what you want. Yeah. Definitely. And like get her straight in the car, make sure she doesn't fall asleep in the car. Yeah. As soon as she gets in, she's like, mummy, I'm tired. I'm like, yes. Yes, get that's what you bed. want. <laughs> um, and then I was like, what should I do? I could do this, I could do that. And I was like, I'm just going to go to bed as well. Yeah, you do it have took, to have It took me about days. two hours of like sitting on my phone before I was like, <laughs> just go to bed. But I got a nice, a good sleep. Um, so that was good. Um, but one of my, somebody I know, one of my friends was saying about, similar to the 5am club, I think, but slightly different. So they, they started getting up at five o'clock mm. and like starting work. By nine o'clock, those four hours are like so much more productive than the, you know, seven hours you have in work. So he was like, 
by nine o'clock, I'm done. So he goes into work. Oh my gosh, what? Really? He nine o'clock? Anyway, so, he can, so he's like, I've done my work for the day, like almost. So he goes in, he's just like chatting to people, like, oh my god, nothing to do. Obviously, he's got stuff to do, but it's kind of like all that pressure stuff, eat the frogs and all of those. Like, wow. like I have to do this today, it's done. So you're just like, has he got doing kids though? Okay, yeah. really. What? I know. How does he get up so early and work till nine? He doesn't do the school run, clearly. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking, oh, maybe I could, oh, like, but I'm the opposite. So that, when he said that, I was like, I love that, but I don't think that would work for me. I'm the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm a nighttime person. So like, when um, when I stay late at Welsh Ice on like Tuesday and Wednesday, if I don't have Luna, it's always me and another guy in the collab and um, in the like co-working space where I go into and I'm always like, why is it always us two, like, left? But that those, like, hours when it's just, like, a couple people yeah. and, like, I get so much more work done than I do in the whole day. I'm like, oh, it's only been an hour and I've done everything I wanted to do today that I thought, oh, God, I haven't done. And I've, like, smashed it out in an hour. It's probably because we just waste time, like, putting the kettle on, you mm. speak to people. So if you really looked at how many hours you were physically working, but then... Like, I was saying to somebody this morning that I didn't get much work done first thing because I was being a model for our friend who oh, yeah. um, owns her own makeup business and she needed to do some work for her, like, website and Instagram and stuff. So I said that she could do my makeup and we could film it. Um, so we had the tripod and everything set up. It was all done really well. So I, I felt like I did my good deed for the day as such. But um, I didn't actually start work for a while. And I was giving myself a bit of a hard time about it. But actually, the reason that I'm here, the reason that I'm in an office outside of my own home is because I get lonely and I love having those sorts of friendships yeah. and relationships with people that that you're not giving back as well like I like to help people because then she had a really cool um tripod thing didn't she yeah I, she said oh, if you ever want to use it I was like oh amazing do you know what that'd yeah. be great those sorts of relationships and times with people you wouldn't get from working at home on your own so I have to remember yeah. that whilst I feel bad for not getting as much work done first thing actually that was that was the yeah. reason I came to these and I places think those are the types of things that you can't like it's, you can't put it down on paper. You can't always monetize everything and say, well, how much benefit am I getting from being in a co-working space or paying the money to be in a co-working space? Like, Because people have said that to me before, like, do you need an office? Why don't you just work at home? And I'm like, well, I've got an office if freelancers work for me, if I want... Well, I did grow for a bit. Again, like, the friendships. Like, I can't... Mm-hmm. I probably could if I really worked it out, like, monetize the what I'm getting from it. But you can't always, like you say, with things like borrowing each other's stuff and yeah. like just the and the mental attitude of going to work yeah because I think if I was at home like, like actually one day over Christmas like sometime in December or November maybe I was like oh do you know what I can't bother I'm just gonna work from home today by midday I was so low I was pretty low anyway but like I was like I need to go in <laughs> I was, I've done nothing I spent four hours crying yeah you end up putting the washing so actually, on or like lolling around the yeah, house I and, literally yeah. was just like so, feeling so bad so I just went in and it was fine once I got in but that I yeah. just can't but then I've heard it, I listened to a podcast the other day um small and mighty conversations I've forgotten the girl that runs it Sam I think and I was listening to one of her podcasts she was really good but she was actually talking to somebody and agreeing that they enjoyed working from home yeah so they loved the fact that they worked from home they were in their own space they preferred it they could put a load of washing on if they wanted to and they saw that as a positive so that's me saying about putting the washing on whilst you're working from home and somebody else with completely different viewpoints because that doesn't work for me but I think knowing what works for you is more important than anything else because you but to try all these things I think it's important to try yeah and then I mean even if you can't afford a co-working space you could go to the library yeah or a coffee shop or meet up with a friend 
in her house or what do you know like there's other ways of working out of the house for free yeah if you really needed to yeah no yeah I definitely think it's important to work out what works for you yeah um what other things have we got Ooh, on our list I have got something to say oh, to say to you that I haven't yes. said yet to see your reaction right? oh okay so you know we were saying about what other people do it doesn't always work for you yeah but there was something I read the other day I don't even know how I found it it's a bit like you know when you go down a rabbit hole on Instagram and you end up <laughs> on things I don't even know how I found it but there was a picture of Sandra Bullock and there was a quote next to her. Whether she actually said this or not, I have no idea. But it was saying something around um, being successful. You should always try and surround yourself with people who are better than you are. Yeah. And people, you know, to the whole premise is that if you're new at something or you're a beginner and you want to get better, that you surround yourself and learn from people who are better at it than you are so that you can learn and be in sponge and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. Yeah, great advice. That's amazing advice, isn't it? Would you agree? Yeah, sounds, great advice. sounds great. Okay, however... Oh, okay. I read a comment that stuck with me because it said, if you're new at something and everyone is looking to try and be with people who are better than they already are, yeah. then how will you ever get somebody to want to be around you? Because if you're a beginner, mm-hmm. let's say you're a beginner and, and you can't, I don't know, you've got your own... You're a singer, right? Yeah. You're not very good at singing, but you want to be a singer. And so you're supposed to hang around with really good singers. Yeah. But the really good singers think they're okay, but they want to be even better singers. So they want to hang around with amazing singers. Oh, I see. So why would a good singer want to hang around with a not-so-good singer? Am I making any yeah, sense? Yeah, no, I completely get it. So if you really took that quote and that comment as gospel, then... How would anyone ever get better? Because the people who are already at a certain level just want to bother with people who are above them, not below them. Not yeah. in a negative way. I mean, but... I guess it must get to a point where you don't, like, you don't want... Maybe it's just, like, just for beginners or something, or just for a certain level, because I think that's true, because when I first became an entrepreneur, I guess, like, when I started the business, uh, I didn't really know what I was doing even though I thought I did or did I I don't know I don't even know if I thought I knew what I was doing or not um you must have done something right well when I found my (laughs) shice I was like thought that like oh if I surround myself with all these people actually I made a conscious Mm -hmm. decision no offense to like my friends but I was like right I need to spend more time less time just hanging out with my friends talking about crap still do but less time and put more of my time into surrounding myself with these people that I can learn from right I don't even know what I'm going to learn from them because I'm not trying to learn something in particular but I just need to learn how they've done what they've done yeah so I got myself involved in Welsh Ice blah 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 then found BNI exactly the same thing I was like whoa look at all these business people uh got involved with those and I think that's how I've kind of crawled my way up the ladder um but now I'm not saying I'm like Richard Branson, but I don't feel like I'm constantly looking for the next group of people to like right. tag on to. I feel comfortable with where where I am to like yeah. develop myself in other ways. Like maybe it's like you just use that a little bit. At the I don't, yeah, yeah maybe. right. Like now, I I'm not consciously thinking right a little bit actually because sometimes I might go to other networking events, but in general, I'm comfortable with yeah. it now. But you know what? I'm actually talking to you about that now. I'm thinking that 
for me, I did start like that. Like, oh my God, look at these businesses. Oh, I really need to, you know, surround myself around yeah. with other people. And I did used to put people on a pedestal. And I wonder whether once you get inside that sort of club. circuit, <laughs> yeah, the club, you, you sort of you delve into the world of having your own business and you look at all these other existing businesses and you realise once you're in there, oh, oh, they're just normal people. Yeah, completely. And they're just normal and everyone's just doing their thing. Yeah. And so that whole, I need to ha- I need to hang around with better people. Like, wow, I want to be like them. Yeah, actually you realise that that's all a bit of a, it's not, it's not a fib. People have obviously done really well to get to wherever they've got yeah, to, but, but people want different things. Yeah, and, and different things work for different people. So yeah. you go in there thinking, oh my God, they're amazing. And they go, oh, I meditate every morning. Oh, bro, I've got to meditate every morning. And then you realise it doesn't work. Like you were saying about your friend with goal setting. So oh, people yeah. swear by goal setting, but it doesn't work for her, does it? Yeah, I think was it I think it might have been Mads, who's obviously been on the podcast. It might have been someone else, I can't remember. But um I was saying just like for her, whoever it was, um, it doesn't work because it's like the anxiousness of trying to get to this goal. Actually it might have been Mads. Oh, this is really interesting. Um Oh, I wish I knew the exact thing. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Don't tell me it's one of those things where we try to describe something. It doesn't come <laughs> out right. I'll have, <laughs> have to get her back on. So it was something about, instead of having like goal setting, mm-hmm. it was just about your goal is to sort of be happy in the now. But it, it was more, oh, okay. it, obviously it was along the lines of just like being in the present, mm-hmm. but it was that kind of thing. Like there just was a, oh, there something was a about, about just that, like, isn't there? but it was like a kind of school of thought about instead of like, right, goal setting, goal setting. It was just like, my goal is to be happy now. So what's going to oh, make me happy now? And yeah, I've sort of, I like even that. though I do love goal setting, I've sort of slightly adopted that because I think I was getting myself under pressure with yeah. like, right, by the end of whatever, I want to be whatever. Even when we went to gymnastics, I was like, by the end of this session, I'm going to get this skill back. And she was like, just chill and enjoy the session. Like, yeah, do you know that's really true? Not everything needs to be a goal. Not everything needs to be a, by yeah. the end of this, I'll have done this. Like, we've just come to gymnastics to have a, to just have a laugh and do you think that's a habit sometimes you start off with that and then all of a sudden it just snowballs and then everything has to have an outcome yeah yeah because i yeah completely i think so as well maybe that's why i'm a lot calmer as well i mean maybe because i've got a load of like serotonin running around my head as well (laughs) but i think since dropping the like pressure i put myself under actually since dropping the pressure i put myself under i'm more calm less anxious obviously but i think i'm also doing better so oh, okay. I put myself under pressure because I want to tick all these things off this list. I want to, I want to run this many workshops. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. I don't create those goals anymore. And actually, I'm still doing all the things. Yeah. I just don't have like tick lists to tick them off. Yeah. Do you know what? When I've I look back, same. I've done. I've had a really successful 2019, and we're, oh, we're in March now. But we're we're just starting March, and I'm really happy with everything so far. And I've not put a massive pressure on myself to do things and I think maybe on the 1st of January or something I wrote a blog post about having no real goals this year my goal was just to sort of be happy which sounds a little bit uh I don't know I like that it's a bit of a dickish thing to say they like oh I I just want to be happy I want world peace you know but um yeah it was but don't you think that's a nice goal in a way to just be not just you know what just have some normality and just have a goal of be happy 
Yeah, because last year it was like, I want this many new brands, I want this, I want to earn this much, I want this. And then when you get to December, I think we discussed it last year, and you haven't done, maybe you've done like 9 out of 10, but that one I'll focus on and be upset that I didn't do it. Whereas now, I just appreciate the things that I have done. Yeah, so true. So I'm not working towards anything. A little bit, obviously, I still am, but it's more like on a case-by-case basis like, yeah. sort of thing like and then I'd be like oh like yesterday I wasn't like right I want this many people at the workshop I want this I want to have done it I just sort of did it and it went really well so now I can look back and reflect on it rather than look forward and worry about it that makes loads of sense I think I'm a bit of patience as well because I'm I can feel myself this part's me like oh I want to do this I want to do this and I can feel my my yeah. mind running away with me and I'm like just take your time Life is not a marathon. Is that, is that right? Is that a thing? No, I'm it sure is a marathon. What's not? Isn't there it's a saying? It's not a sprint. That's it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I always get this wrong. Anyway, oh, do you know you what, know I what I'm trying to say? Were you here when I said... Oh. <laughs> I was trying to think of the phrase... Is it courses for horses? What's that phrase? Oh, God. You're asking me, really, oh. of all people. Courses, horses for courses, isn't Something it? Something like that. And I knew it was a, an animal. And I was like, I called it like hats for cats or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, different hats for different cats. Maz was like, they eat what? <laughs> I was That's like, so something I would do. I like, what did I say to you on the WhatsApp the other day and I sent it to you? Oh my God, I can't remember. I'll have to play so it. Funny. Anyway, we're not very good at these. But, um, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, I think you're right. And like I said to you this morning, um, it dawned on me. I was in the shower this morning and um, it was the first time I recognised that my hair wasn't falling out. And I know that sounds really intense and like, what the hell, your hair's been falling out. I'm not bald or anything. But ever since I had or started my IVF, it was when I started my injections, I started having clumps of hair falling out, particularly in the shower. Not like just during the day, but in the shower after washing my hair would come out in, in like not clumps, but they would just be a lot of hair. And I put it down to hormones and whatever, and it went on for years. And then people said, oh, it's really common in pregnancy or after pregnancy when your hair is falling out and stuff. And I was like, right, okay, fine. And it, it just carried on. And I just thought, oh, crap, is this my life now? My hair's going to keep on falling out. And luckily, I seem to be making enough hair to, <laughs> to like, allow for the, <laughs> the loss of hair that I've got. And, it, yeah, I noticed my hair stopped falling out. And I'm like, I wonder if it's because I'm not as intense anymore. So I've quit my, obviously, I'll quit my job. Um, I have just two focuses, so my family and my job, rather than two, three jobs, two accelerators, my family and everything else in between. I just, I've calmed everything down, so my life is just a little bit more patient and chilled, yeah. Yeah. And I have got goals and I have got things I do need to achieve this year. They're quite pressing, i.e. earn some money because (laughs) um, I'm still building my business. But I can see sort of light at the end of the tunnel and I'm doing things proactively to allow those things to happen it's just it all takes time so because I'm taking that little bit of time to prep everything it's I'm not taking everything so seriously so it's definitely helping yeah oh that's really nice yeah right I've got to pick up my child from nursery (laughs) because I keep forgetting (laughs) no I haven't actually ever forgotten I just sort of forget what day it is and then I'm just chill chill and I'm like oh gotta pick the child up um (laughs) which hopefully everyone else has done too um and it's not just me who forgets I think time Um, just runs away with you doesn't it yeah yeah but like yesterday (laughs) I forgot didn't even know it was Thursday I thought it was like Wednesday and then I was in a meeting and the guy was like oh have you got to get away to pick up your child or anything I was like you know what I do. Oh, God. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, I feel like that because it's half term. I'm always a bit all over the place yeah. in half term. So 
Oh, but yeah, so I think let's have a little wrap up. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think key things to take away. If people are coming up to you saying, you should do this, you need to get on this, you need to start doing this. Unless it's something that's just like, for me, people keep telling me to like eat food and sleep. They're like key things. They're pretty, uh, pretty yeah. important. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if it's something like you need to get up at 5am and do this, like think about it. And if yeah. it works for you, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's not the end of the world if like you try something and it doesn't work for you there's other other thing other ways you can like achieve the same result so for me i can't get up at 5am but i can stay up later um yeah and absolutely. find the time that i am productive um what was your one um well i, was, I kind Sandra of wanted to, oh i wanted to do the same one as you but yeah um take some advice from other people that have been successful but just recognise that just because somebody else has done it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the right thing for you. So just take that on board. Yeah. And also, people are just people. I think that's really, really important because I'm exactly the same. I was like, wow, look at these people with businesses. You get to know them and like... Somebody can Did you say it, that with me? Like you, you were like, oh my god, look at this girl. She's got her own business. And you realise, oh, actually, she doesn't pay herself. Hmm. No, I didn't realise that. <laughs> I just, I just was like, I just thought like all the stuff you've done with your kids and stuff. But actually, like even like my clients, they're like professional people. Like I don't know, like lawyers, mortgage people. They're just, they're just like normal people. Just normal. You get people. to know them. You go out with them. You have a drink, and we all just, yeah. Normal people with normal lives. Don't put anyone on a pedestal. Yeah, that is the advice yeah um so yeah have a good week everybody and um catch up with you next week bye bye bye